2: lincoln radio studio at the george washington broadcast center jack armstrong and joe getty the armstrong and getty show
3: ground ball velasquez throws across he got it great damper throws a no-hitter fantastic yes wow Wow! What team? Who's that? That listen to that crowd go wild for a
4: no hitter. That's Reed Detmers of the LA Angels. I'm guessing that game was at home, judging by the deafening wow. roar. But wait a minute! I got a I got an app that's supposed to tell me when somebody has a no hitter through seven. And I got updated or something. Damn it. There's nothing I love better than than no hitters or perfect games. Well, those last few
3: outs, oh my God, I can barely stand the stress. And I'm a fat idiot watching it home. Well, that was the crowd reaction to a no hitter. Almost had a perfect game a couple weeks ago, but they decided to pull the pitcher. Okay, whatever. You don't want to get the
4: infamous Dodgers move.
3: All those fans cheering for that. You, You know, that's what the sport is for. It's for all those people who now, for the rest of their lives, as baseball fans, get to talk about having seen a no hitter. But no, 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 oh, no. no. Pull the no, picture.
4: I disagree. No, I disagree. It's about uh, sabermetrics, and he had reached his pitch count, and so we want to preserve him for later in the season. And blah, 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 blah. So though no, the fans will not get that joy tonight, uh, thank you for asking. <laughs> Hate it. <coughs> Hate it. Hate it. Hate it so
3: much. Excuse me. Oh, <coughs> that reminds me. No, no, no. We have breaking news. Bill Gates has coronavirus. Bill Gates has coronavirus. Who cares? Bill Gates doesn't care. Yeah, I got some
4: sniffles, he says to himself. Please.
5: Uh,
4: And a couple of girlfriends on the side. Oh, boy. Well, who can blame him? So, uh, what is that is there more to the baseball thing? I can't remember, but I-, I love your point. It's absolutely right. Listen to the joy, the excitement, the exaltation of people living in difficult times, getting to just let it all out and, 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 and join in the pitcher and the uh, their favorite team in triumph. Having, yeah, you
3: definitely want to avoid that. Having spent at least three figures just for tickets and food and parking and gas.
4: Right, go. right. Dodgers fans, the transition to Angels fans is easy. You got one team cares about whether you're happy or not and another team that doesn't. So there you have it. But
3: you like going to a concert for some band, you know, whatever their big giant hit is. Uh, we're not going to play that hit tonight because uh, the singer's voice, he wants to save it for a more important concert coming up later in the concert season. So
4: Oh, I, I understand completely. I think that's a wise decision.
5: <laughs> Say the fans. <laughs>
4: that sucks. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this needed to be answered. I've been looking at this for a couple of days and uh, finally lined up exactly what I was looking for. The Biden administration, you remember Admiral Rachel Levine, the U.S. Assistant Secretary for Health, is the transgender gal who is uh, high up in the administration. Uh, that person has been the object of some controversy. You may remember the Babylon Bee declared her the man of the year and was yanked off of Twitter. I think some woke magazine, Time maybe, declared her the woman of the year, which is just unbelievable. Um, Well, uh, Levine, I'm very uncomfortable with the whole pronoun thing these days but anyway
3: in in what uh, way look, in what way well just <sighs> worried that you'll get the wrong one or you don't want to play along or what way are you worried about it
4: yeah yeah both
3: honestly both i'm not comfortable
4: with the game so people are playing games and they're trying to trap people so that they make the wrong move and then they can condemn, be condemned and, 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 you know, beaten down in the style of the Twitter mob.
3: I go with they to stay out of trouble, but then I'm always reminded of P.J. O'Rourke saying, well, was there one of them or several?
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I will just say Admiral Levine because Admiral Levine r- r- earned that rank as far as I know, and I'm sure Admiral Levine did. Anyway, Admiral Levine put out a statement that said, there is no argument among medical professionals about the value and importance of gender-affirming care. Systematic review on hormonal treatment for young people, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, There is no argument among medical professionals. The HHS fact sheet to which uh, uh, the Admiral was referring stated for transgender and non-binary children and adolescents, early gender-affirming care is crucial to overall health and well-being as it allows the child or adolescent to focus on social transitions and can increase their confidence while navigating the health care system. And the fact sheet offered examples of gender-affirming care using certain types of hormones to pause pubertal development, giving testosterone hormones for those who were assigned female at birth and estrogen for 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 those assigned male at birth, top surgery, uh, creating male typical chest shapes or enhanced breasts, and bottom surgery, surgery on genitals or reproductive organs, and uh, they said essentially that all the hormonal stuff was wonderful and that uh, the genital uh, surgeries on a case-by-case basis, and again, this person who is the... Uh, what's the title again, Uh, the Assistant Secretary of Health or whatever, said there is no argument among medical professionals on this. Well, many, many medical professionals came forward and said, not only is there argument, there's a hell of a lot of argument, and you're on the wrong damn side of it.
3: Well, one of the reasons you might not know that is that the leading book about those arguments was banned from Amazon. Do you remember that? so. I like the phrase, what was that? Male? Right,
4: Irreversible, irreversible Damage by Abigail Schreier.
3: Right, and that book was is that, the, is Amazon, that her first name. Yeah. Amazon wouldn't yeah. allow that book to be sold. I like phrases like male typical sh- chest shape. Well, yeah. When did we get into this language? Male typical chest shapes. Okay. It's a double mastectomy for an adolescent,
4: for a child. Ah. Sickening. It's sickening. Dr. William Malone, Idaho-based assistant clinical professor for endocrinology, member of the Society for Evidence-Based Gender Medicine, uh, international group of uh, three figures worth of clinicians and researchers concerned about what they call, quote, the lack of quality evidence for the use of hormonal and surgical interventions as first-line treatment for young people with gender dysphoria. In other words, let's talk to them for a long damn time about their psychological well-being before we start jabbing them full of chemicals. Anyway, they released an extensive rebuttal of the guidance from the HHS, alleging that the department failed to adequately review available literature and also rendered biased recommendations without taking into account the low quality of evidence, diversity of clinician viewpoints, or possible alternative treatments. This is your government, by the way. Those of you who want to give the government more and more power, the HHS went wild, way, way on the radical gender theory uh, side of things. And issued those guidance, and then the head person said, oh, there's no disagreement in medical science, and I'm just getting rolling. A board-certified endocrinologist, Malone, has waded into the international debate about uh, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and surgery. Uh, and March, he and several colleagues penned a letter to the editor of the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Met- Metabolism, pointing out that, quote, the standards of care are technically only practice guidelines that are potentially subject to bias, um let's see there's more uh we're trying to make it seem that the evidence well i'm sorry that's not that important in february the swedish national board of health and welfare updated its health care service guidelines to recommend quote restraint when it comes to hormone treatment noting increasing reports of detransition and transition related regret among youth who transitioned in recent years that's crazy right-wing sweden folks in 2020, the Finnish Health Authority issued similar guidelines, said do not do surgeries. In August, in October 2021, Royal Australian New Zealand College of Psychiatrists also issued a statement citing a lack of quality evidence and emphasizing the necessity of receiving proper, proper mental health evaluations before undergoing irreversible hormone therapy or gender reassignment surgery. Uh, and they quote several uh, child and adolescent psychiatrists who say this is a craze. It's a psychic epidemic. There is a complete lack of high, this is a quote, there is a complete lack of high quality, long-term data that these medical interventions actually help. And it is very disturbing to me as a fellow physician that Dr. Levine is arrogantly announcing that all pediatricians, all physicians and therapists agree with her position. That's Dr. Miriam Grossman, a, 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 a extremely uh, respected uh, psychiatrist and author who described the rising rates of gender dysphoria among young people as a psychic e- epidemic. "Quote: I attribute it to the gender ideology, which has made it into our made its way into our schools, into our entertainment industry, into social media platforms. Mm. Children who have various emotional issues are being led to believe that being transgender is going to solve their emotional issues." Grossman also noted that among female adolescents, especially such ideas and behaviors spread rapidly within friend groups.
3: Yeah, dang it. That, that worries me as a guy who's got uh, one kid with um, some pretty big time emotional problems, which I've talked a lot about on the air. Just, you know, being led in, down any path. Because a kid like that, have it, having one, he's looking for ways to fix his own mind all the time. All the time because he Uh spends so much time, you know, uncomfortable as a lot of people with emotional issues do. And so you're just looking for a solution. And sometimes the solution is booze and pot or sometimes the solution is I'm, uh, you know, I'm actually a, a boy or a girl. And.
4: Yeah, well, and activists and radical gender theory types latch on to kids like that. And they convince them that there is one key that will unlock all the doors to happiness. Because if you've ever dealt with people who have emotional problems or mental illness problems, and I have a great deal, um, it's not one thing. There's anxiety and depression and and social anxiety. There are phobias. There's OCD. Throw in some
3: OCD, I was going to say.
4: Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and the idea that, wait a minute, there's one thing you can do that will unlock all of those doors is so cruelly alluring to those who are struggling that they will latch onto that and and you know we also made the point and and uh, I wish maybe we can feature it on the website or something like that uh We were talking at length about um how uh, kids on certain social media platforms especially, the whole woke ideology thing is at fever, fever pitch. And if you are an alienated, unhappy, cisgender white kid in particular, you are the oppressor. You are evil. Your opinion is rejected on every single topic because how dare you comment? You're a cisgendered white person. And for somebody who's already unhappy and troubled, that... Online brutality is awful, it's painful, but wait, again, back to the magic fix. If you simply type the words in, I'm transgender, I identify as a girl now, or I'm pansexual, or I'm whatever, that brutal criticism... That that verbal flogging turns into love and support. And if you don't understand how powerful that is, you don't remember what it's like to be an adolescent and or you didn't live through this awful, awful online adolescent age that we're in. And so there's a troubled person, finds the answer. They say, yes, I'm transgender. Immediately at their school online, the activist left says, yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're so brave. You're so right. Good for you. And then Dr. Levine is ready to jab you full of hormones and get you whisk you on the conveyor belt towards surgeries. Oh, just freaking lovely. And then claims there's no dissent in medicine about this stuff. That is one of the most awful things I've ever heard a government official say.
3: And and the fact that there's so little, that I hadn't heard about it, there's so little pushback on that is incredible. Wow, you, you can't say that, dude. That's just flat out not true. Even the admiral if, ought to be fired today. Even if you're very open-minded to the trans thing, you just, you can't say that, that... uh Conclusively, that's rough. It's a crazy person, yeah. Uh breaking news on overdose deaths and it's shocking, among other things, coming up. We are introducing a product today and that product is called iPod. What is iPod? iPod is an MP3 music player, has CD quality music, and it plays all of the popular open formats of digital music. The coolest thing about iPod, your entire music library
5: fits in your pocket. And mm. this is what the front of it looks like. Boom. That's iPod. I haven't had one right here in my pocket, matter of fact. There it is, right there.
3: So that was what year, Michael, did you say? 2001. Steve Jobs introducing the iPod. I actually thought it was older than that. So as recently as 2000, your only hope was to, like, burn as many songs as you could fit onto a a CD? I didn't realize it was that recently that that that's the way we were all doing it. And then all of a sudden... Walking around with your disc man. But but the idea of having my entire music collection in this little thing is only that old. Anyway, the reason it's in the news is Apple announced they're going to stop making the iPod. It's uh, apparently nobody was buying them. If you've got an iPhone, you have an iPod. What um, like I said, the original. The reason I bought the first iPhone when it first came out. In two thousand six or seven, was they said it was the best iPod we've ever made, and I didn't have an iPod, so I thought, okay, I'll get one, and uh, yeah. So now we're all used to any song I can think of at any moment, I will play right now mm. in perfect uh, quality.
4: Well, with the streaming systems for all of their, uh, you know, brutality on on musicians making a living, uh, it's not just your. Uh, your collection is just any song yeah. that's ever been made Ex- exactly
3: I, I don't know why i would well that maybe that's why ipods are going away i don't know why i would ever take the time to compile music at all ever again i haven't for many years if i think of something i just type it in and play it I've got like yeah, four. It's nice if ways. you're
4: out of range of you know cell coverage or Wi-Fi. But how often does that happen?
3: Yeah my my youngest has got an iPod Touch and he uses that all the time because I, I, I'm trying to keep him off the internet as long as I possibly can. So um, carrying around music, he loves that. He just the the ability to have control of his own music and put on his headphones just makes him feel like a grown-up or something. I really I enjoy the uh, power it seems to give him anywho we can get into this more later but the numbers are just out really really quite shocking we had been setting records for overdose deaths uh year by year by year we all know it went up during the pandemic well the numbers are out for 2021 it went up 15% in the last year oh boy so having set a record that made us all go oh my god this is a national crisis we need to do something about it Went up 15% from there. Deaths from drug, o- drug overdoses, 108,000 people died in 2021.
4: So many things you could say. I'll say this. Most of them come across the border. Do we have a wall at the border, and why not?
3: We can get into a little bit more of that, among other things. The growing love of authoritarian governments from some new polling that should get everybody's attention. I don't care what your politics are. If you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
6: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year. Equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined.
4: The Armstrong and Getty
1: Show. Meanwhile, today President Biden spoke about the economy and he said that addressing inflation is his top domestic priority. Yep, Biden knew it was time to act when milk and gas both hit $9 a gallon. <laughs> but while Biden was speaking about the economy, he really tried to express to Americans that he feels their pain when it comes to inflation, although I'm not sure about his choice of words. Mm.
5: I know you got to be frustrated. I know. I can taste it.
1: Wow. Americans heard and responded with a resounding, Ew, that's...
3: I'm glad we left that unedited because it shows you how long the audience was willing to laugh before there was a punchline. It just, the whole... I can taste the thing. How odd that yeah. came across.
4: Yeah, yeah, boy, and and there are other parts of his screed that we'll play later on that were either just just dumb, dumb political stuff, but uh, some others that were uh, some other parts that were just incoherent. I mean, they were seriously a very, very old man who was really
3: struggling. This can't go on for another two plus years. So last year we were all shocked and talked a lot about the fact that there had been 100,000 opioid deaths. 100,000. Alcohol kills 80,000 people a year, and it's legal. But opioid deaths had been going up, 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 had hit 100,000, and this year, 15% increase, like the simple math, so we're at 115,000 deaths. If somebody offers you a speedball or a goofball, I would recommend saying no to it. I don't know about your party habits. It's this growing trend, according to a professor at the University of California, San Francisco, of um, intertwined synthetics. It's an epidemic of intertwined synthetics, the likes of which we've never seen, he said, where we've never seen such a powerful opioid like fentanyl being mixed with such a potent methamphetamine and putting those two together is killing people like crazy. We're now at 115,000 deaths and, and 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 it's if you look at the chart there's no reason to think it's not going to be 140,000 next year.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. That's just unbelievable. Yeah. Well, lot. and as as we've talked to drug experts and authors who say there's no such thing as safely doing hard drugs at this point, uh, I know there's a new coalition of parents starting up that, that it's called One Pill Can Kill because a lot of the pills being sold on the street as a Percocet or, you know, whatever you, the kids are partying with these days, that pill is not from a giant pharmaceutical company as if they don't have sins on their hands. It is almost certainly a fake from a Mexican drug cartel. Yeah, it's... And it
3: could be extremely dangerous. It is unfair to refer it to it as the opioid crisis. This opioid crisis that we're talking about today is completely different than the one we were talking about just a few years ago, when it was the the pill manufacturers and you know like Rush Limbaugh going deaf or you know or the the the, the guy in uh, Hillbilly Elegy or whatever getting addicted to painkillers or whatever like that. That crisis was big, but this is a new thing. And the guy, as the guy said, mixing the meth with the Uh, The hardcore um, fentanyl. Overdose deaths involving meth, speaking to what I was just talking about, tripled between 2015 and 2019. It overtook all those painkillers and all that different stuff that people were getting hooked on. That's a problem, and I'd like to hear from my libertarian friends who are constantly talking about the failure of the war on drugs or legalizing drugs or whatever. Does that work still in your mind with these drugs on the street? How many people... How many people dying would still be proof that people should have the right to make their own decision?
4: Yeah, I, mean, I, I wonder. That's that's I, a complicated one and a tough one. I'd love to hear uh, great wise sages get together and discuss it. I will. I will tell you one thing though. One thing I would not do is spend. Tons and tons of taxpayer money to make it as easy as possible for people to be meth junkies. Make sure they're comfortable. Make sure they're housed and fed and clothed. Just make it as cush as possible and never demand to get off drugs. That experiment has failed blue cities and counties. I'm looking at you. It has failed
3: miserably. So the uh, rise was 15% last year to this year after a 30% rise in 2020. During the pandemic, uh, the number of drug overdose deaths has increased every single year since the 70s, except for one one year, an outlier where it didn't go up. But other than that, every single year since the 70s, drug overdose deaths have gone up. Uh, Well, whatever we're doing, whether you think the uh, um, legalizing all drugs would make that go down or... Doubling down on the, whatever, whatever you want to say, whatever we have been doing is not working, obviously. Right,
4: right. And uh, as I look around, I see the Mexican drug cartels are as powerful and rich as ever. You know, they have gone into human trafficking and that sort of thing. But drugs are still an enormous profit center for them. I know in the state of California, because of all the rules and regs and taxes, a huge chunk of the sales of pot are still illegal as they are in other states as well. Um, not all of them, like uh, Colorado. I think most of the pot sales are now legal. But I'm just looking at the angle that I espouse that to decriminalize is to de-profitize uh, uh, the trade for
3: criminals. Gotcha. I'm not sure that's been borne out. Um, c- certainly more than ever. I'm of the belief that hell yes. Have pot legal and easy to get if people are going to smoke pot so that they don't have to have a drug dealer who also deals in this stuff that's going to kill them. Separate those things as far as you can. I want the pot in the same aisle as the Coors Light so that that high school kid or college kid or whatever doesn't have to know a drug dealer who deals in stuff that kills people.
4: Right. Yeah, I would agree with that especially because there, there's an economic incentive to lace everything with fentanyl because it's so incredibly addictive. You got a fentanyl addict. You got a, a customer for life. Maybe not a very long life, but a customer for life. So
3: anyway. drug. One more thing on this. Drug overdoses have uh, long ago surged above the peak deaths from AIDS back in the day, car crashes, guns. Drug overdoses killed a quarter as many Americans last year as COVID-19. Now, you, you hear about COVID every single day. We have moved mountains to try to stop COVID because it's killing so many people. We have spent trillions of dollars because of that. A quarter as many people killed by uh, drug overdoses. We I, I don't know if there's an answer, but. Well, the stuff we're trying
4: ain't it, evidently. True. Uh, So on to lighter fare, uh, because everything's lighter fare in a moment or two. But first, a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, because all those meth heads and junkies in their junkie camps are stealing your stuff and breaking into your house. And or you know, there's fires and medical emergencies and that sort of thing. And Simply Safe home security allows you to customize the system for your home that deals with the threats you're concerned about. And they have wonderful 24-7 professional monitoring.
3: Yeah, and you customize it to your home because everybody has different needs. You go to simplysafe.com, you click around for a little bit, you uh, you get the system you want, they send it to you, you set it up yourself in about thirty minutes. It costs under a dollar a day, no long-term contracts, because most security... God, I was talking to somebody just yesterday who had some stuff sold, stolen because their two-year contract had run out on a security system they hated. I mean, you just you don't want to get into that mess. Have something that you like, uh, 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 and you stay with it as long as you like it. Yep. Customize the perfect
4: system for your home in minutes at SimpliSafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Check out the wireless outdoor camera. It's great. Go to SimpliSafe.com Armstrong.
3: Maybe we'll play the audio later, but more audio keeps coming out from this book <clears throat> that for some reason I can't remember the title of, and I, I plan to read. It's the one from the political Reporters where the Kevin McCarthy tapes came out and uh, all that different sort of stuff. Um, Tapes continue to come out, and there's one out today of Lindsey Graham shortly after January 6th thing. Joe Biden is the perfect person to be president right now. So how damaging Mm. that will be to him or whatever, I, I don't know. I think
4: it's pretty interesting gossip. I'll enjoy hearing the tape, and 24 hours later, I'll never think of it again. Right. Just being honest.
3: The, um the the stuff that gets all the attention from that book uh, the, 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 is the stuff that is tied into Trump and could be damaging to republicans in theory and so the uh the mainstream media really likes to talk about that there's way more interesting stuff in there though about the parties and and the difficulties that they're both having with their different wings and trying to hold it together that i think is that's why i want to read the book the uh, uh getting into the um, the details of the the woke part of the Democratic Party trying to get along with the Nancy Pelosi wing of the party and, uh, you know, similar problem with the Trump stuff on the Republican Party. Those those are real issues. I don't think have it's ever been, you know, Sean, our old producer, used to say it's four parties trying to pretend they're two. It is more that now than it has ever been. There's always been various factions of the parties, but not like this yeah i would agree
4: i would agree i'm just thinking about the lindsey graham statement and 10 years ago biden if you're just looking for a calm down moderation the rest of it i could see that but i don't know maybe lindsey didn't fully appreciate how senile the guy is at this point michael do we have that new clip that we had yesterday of, of biden uh trying to talk about inflation in the economy i don't even i don't know what number it is so i yeah. believe
5: that in inflation is our top economic challenge right now and i think they do too We've built a strong economy with a strong job market. And I agree with what Chairman Powell said last week, that the number one threat is the strength, and that strength that we built is inflation.
3: Oh, boy. So the book is This Will Not Pass, Trump, Biden, and the Battle for America's Future. And there's everybody's much interesting stuff in there about how Nancy hates the squad and all the, the super progressives. As there is anything in there about Trump. So I uh, I look forward to reading it and bringing you highlights. Or, that's or also Democrats being really concerned about Kamala Harris. What's the name of the book again? This Shall Not Pass, which I don't understand where the title comes no, th- from. This Will Not Pass. This or, Will Not Pass.
4: Yeah, that's different. because this, this, sh- this Shall Not Pass is the book about Gandalf and that weird uh, dragon creature from the core of the earth. Different book
3: entirely. Yeah, you're probably better off reading that one. This shall not pass. Different book. Have you seen that ad? It's from The Mandalorian. It's making fun of The Mandalorian. Have you seen that ad where the guy <laughs> no. gets pulled over for speeding and tries to do that ha- thing with his hands like The Mandalorian does? <laughs> I wasn't speeding. Where? <laughs> I have <am> not. <laughs> and the cop just says, what are you doing? I wasn't speeding. <laughs> like your ability to make stormtroopers forget what they saw. I wasn't sure. speeding. What, what are right. you doing, sir? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so we have some clips of Joe Biden uh, stumbling through his speech about the inflation yesterday. Maybe to kick off our... What hour is this? Oh, it's only that late. God, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes this show seems like a lifetime, doesn't it? Um, uh, maybe to kick off hour three, the growing enthusiasm for authoritarian government by people on both sides... This is a serious problem. This is not made-up BS talk radio cable stuff. This is a serious problem we've got with our politics in America. And it is bipartisan. And when I get into the numbers, you'll you'll agree, I think. Yipes. So that's next hour. Um, This hour, I don't know. We'll just stumble through it, I suppose.
4: Uh, we've got another edition of Joe Getty's Racism or Crazy Activist. Always popular. Cool. All on the way. Stay with us
2: and get- mattresses and select goods that's leesa.com forward slash iheart exclusions apply see lisa.com for more details
1: hey everyone it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: And finally, Starbucks added a new drink to its menu today, which is cold brew coffee topped with chocolate foam and
4: sweetened with vanilla syrup. It's also their first drink to come with the bathroom key. (laughs) If only don't, I'd had my headphones on for the beginning of that joke. What's don't, in
3: it? Don't get me started on bathrooms in public places. It's just between the homeless and the COVID, the the ability to use a bathroom away from your home is just disappeared more or less in the modern world. Between lawsuits and COVID. Just, uh, and on oh, and the homeless lawsuits, the homeless and COVID. I knew there was another one I was missing out. They, uh, they can't tell the homeless. They can't tell the homeless people, Hey, you don't get to wash your body in there for an hour. They can't say that cause they'll get in trouble. So they just don't have a bathroom. So many businesses have done that. And then the ridiculous COVID. I think that's an excuse yeah, because of COVID we're not having a bathroom. And then the lawsuits that Starbucks had, you know. Well, and if the bums
4: and junkies are any sort of any minority, God help you, you can't say anything at all.
3: Right. So there's no bathrooms uh, anywhere anymore. You got a kid that needs you bathroom, you're going to pee in the parking lot because there are no bathrooms. Uh, be like me. Embrace the diapered lifestyle.
4: Oh, it's very relaxing once you get How, used to it.
3: Your willingness to just state that on the air without, uh, yeah. Oh, are something. we on the
4: air? <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so uh, it is not racist to want to control who comes in and out of your country uh, in any country on Earth. Although, for instance, the brand new radical, woke, crazy person who's the uh, press secretary. Uh, what's her name? Karine Jean-Pierre believes that controlling the border is racist. But what about the idea that, well, people sneak across the border and we, we send them back promptly, like old Secretary Mayorkas said the other day? David Spunt found out differently. Early today, a group of migrants illegally crossed the Rio Grande into Texas moments before stopping to pray. In two weeks, officials expect an even greater surge in crossings as Title 42 will no longer be enforced. Once Title 42 is lifted, immigration judges are also planning for a surge in courtrooms. But thanks to a backlog of 1.7 million cases, some migrants won't see a courtroom for three to seven years from now. Hmm, three to seven years, those who are foolish enough to show up for a hearing. I wish I spoke fluent Spanish. Perhaps uh, our Spanish-speaking fans can use Google Translate as I tell you, don't show up for a hearing, you idiot. Just get a job and melt into the country. Nobody will do anything.
3: Not to mention this freaking game that's been going on my whole life. So, you got a court date and you show up in five years. And then the argument politically is these people have been in this country for five years working and living. Yeah, because your system doesn't get the court. God dang
0: it.
4: And it's about to get overwhelmed, like overwhelmingly more than it's currently overwhelmed. I mean, come on. I d- you know, I. I don't appreciate the policy. I don't appreciate what it does to the country. But what I hate even more is being treated like I'm so freaking stupid. Uh, you you folks, too. Like, you're all so dumb. You can't figure out what's going on. It's just so obvious, but Congress will do nothing. So moving on to other fare. Speaking of things that are not also not racist, Jack, chilling news. A noose was spotted hanging outside a residence hall in Stanford. Stanford University on Sunday. Potentially the third time in which the hateful symbol was spotted on the prestigious Bay Area University's campus in the last three years. Great Scott.
3: When's the last time there was a noose when it did turn out to be an actual racist threatening somebody? Has that happened recently? I don't even remember the last time that actually happened. Well, it's outnumbered like
4: 500 to 1 by activists who I don't think people fully understand how much racism there is, and people are not talking about it. So I'm going to put a racist symbol up on my campus so people talk about racism. I mean, this one's not, this is open and shut, please.
3: Or, uh, it's, or it's just the strap handle, the way you tie it for closing your garage door. Remember that one.
4: Right. Yeah. The whole uh, NASCAR thing. I love this. Uh, let's see. The Stanford vice provost said, uh, we'd like to express our gratitude to those who reported the noose and contracted DPS. We are sharing this message with the full university community so everyone's informed and we can move forward as one committed to ending anti-black racism, which is admittedly still a problem in oh, the yeah. country. There's I- all sorts of racism all over the world.
3: And nothing could be more horrific than the idea of lynching someone with a noose. But uh, in recent memory, I can't remember a time when it was real.
4: Stanford Daily reported the dean said the university has set up an, outrage, uh, an outreach plan to provide assistance to all who are in need, et cetera. This is not the first time this has occurred in recent years. Yep, third time in three years. The first was in 2019 when a noose was spotted in a bush in front of a uh, housing uh, complex by a student. Uh, At the time, the residents were majority black high schoolers staying on campus for a summer program. Nobody ever really got to the bottom of how that news got there. I've got an idea. Second incident took place last year when two ropes were found near the popular Lake Lagunita Walking Trail. We cannot be certain whether the ropes were deliberately fashioned in the shape of nooses or were part of an abandoned swing or rope ladder, said the vice provost and dean at the time. Wow, it's all so phony. There are no racist lunatics running around Stanford planting nooses. There aren't. There just
3: aren't. Wasn't there a thing in the Bay Area also a couple years ago where there was a bunch of nooses and it turned out they were holding the balloons for a party the day before or something like that? Remember that one?
4: Right, right, right. Yes.
3: Come on. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
3: It is Ryan here, and I have a question
4: for you. What do you do when you win?